1: Shidano, are you there? Yes, sir. Excellent. Shidano. Let's try to do this next 15 minutes without mentioning Al Michaels or Stray Cats, okay?
2: Well, that ruins the whole format. What are you talking <laughs> Actually, about? Actually, people were like super into
1: yesterday's crosstalk. They're still talking it. About was it. an awesome cross. My mom was, her feelings get hurt when my feelings, are, well, when I get taken well, You texted of
2: me after the show and said that was one of your favorite crosstalks of all I time. I texted Shidano the same thing. It was yeah. Yeah. so fired up. I like that. He like
1: said,
3: that. come at me. That's exactly come what he said. Me. He come, said at me, come, at me. come at me, bro. I'm a man.
1: I'm 40.
4: Yeah. Well, in your case,
3: older than
1: that.
2: But.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you for that shot.
2: Uh. <laughs> Wait, do you guys have a full show tonight? We do. (laughs) Wow, that's rare. There's been so many Laker games this week. There's been like four games this week, and there's another one tomorrow night. night.
4: Well, next week, you guys are back on the East Coast for the Grammy trip. We have days off there, too.
2: Yeah, well, I don't leave till Friday. So we have most of next week as normal, and then after that, it goes off the rails. So, Cappy, I heard about your
1: trip to to Crypto.com Arena for a game that you didn't know who was playing, right? Right.
3: That's exactly right. Wait, how does that happen? So, you know, George and I got done with the show. This was uh, Tuesday, right, George? Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah.
1: Well, Tuesday. Yesterday We yeah. went to the game on Tuesday.
3: Now, who was playing on Tuesday at Crypto?
1: Clippers. And Philly. Yeah.
3: Oh, very good. Very, very good by both of you gentlemen.
2: Uh, um, Philly, Philly beat them no up. Joel Embiid went off.
4: Yeah. I mean, they they only work in sports in Los Angeles, so it would be nice if they knew who was playing Captain, across the street. you have no recollection of a game.
3: No, I mean, I, I, what I was telling George was we were schmoozing. Mm-hmm in the suite and so i was doing my thing you know and um had my back to the game the entire time looked over at the monitor and was like there's joel Embiid, mm-hmm. there's james harden there's paul george and there's and kawhi you leonard figure
1: out that was philly in the clippers
3: <laughs> no i meant like i'm not paying attention i can see it's on tv right. and i know what's happening behind me but it's behind me
1: i'm I not even I'm, looking at it can i get into the suite i think i want to go to the suite tomorrow night for the uh memphis game yeah. Yeah. why wouldn't you want why wouldn't you be able to get yeah, in the suite? just, just to ask tomorrow. Just ask. That's it. I've never been in the suite. I've yeah. never been invited to the
2: suite. Like You're ever, just, ever. What, I've never been in the station suite. Just talk or to Matt or Sam or one of those guys. They'll hook her no, they'll no, hook no, no, up. No, no,
3: no, no, no. That's not who you talk to. Oh, you, you, you talk, talk to Stephanie. Well, Stephanie's yeah, running no, this true. operation. Stephanie, yeah. Stephanie that's runs the joint. Yeah, right. you need something, yeah. you go see Stephanie.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. probably and that's how that it. And then just go up there and uh, you know. But do you? You're not like
1: a schmoozer, Mace. Like you, that's not your your kind of scene. It's not. I'm not a schmooze guy, but. I want to go to the game, and I was enticed by Cappy's description of right. what it's like up there. Rubbing shoulders with the well, big names. Plus, right,
2: but Cappy's- Tom Grant might be the most electric player in the league today. Yeah,
1: yeah, Mace,
4: I would say this, because yep. when you get a credential, you're yep. so up close to the action, you can
1: really see well, how awesome Jha yeah, is. Yeah, you're right. I would rather do that than sit in the suite for a Jaw game. It's a good idea. That's a good idea to be closer to the court and not – uh, be disinterested the way Cappy was. Correct, like. gotcha. and, <laughs> and the other part
4: of it is this: Cappy is literally Captain Schmooze. Like you're not that at all. Yeah, he, I, I, Cappy lives to schmooze. Yes, that's true. Why?
1: Why is that? How is that? I, I'm a just born to schmooze.
3: I love to he schmooze. Likes to work the room. I do. So you could only imagine the room we were in. You got Clinton Yates and the Consigliere Julian. Yep. You've got schmoozers. The, the legendary Jacob and Ronnie. Oh, he's the best. Right. Big schmoozer, big schmoozer.
4: He too likes to schmooze. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we. By had- the way, Jacob gave me a great uh, show topic, which we will unveil later today. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then we had Mike Bone, Mike Bone
3: from from USC. God, now Mace, wouldn't you have Mike Bone? Wouldn't you have loved to have rubbed shoulders with
1: Mike Bone? Yeah, I'm trying to get the contract well, to come you know, over here to broadcast well, the games. Mason's well, we don't have that, so we shouldn't be talking about. the football games, that. not the well, basketball games. Yeah, but
2: <laughs> 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 well, that's always part of the part of the negotiation. Uh, you were talking about earlier, Mace. You asked what I'm trying to remember the context of which it came up, but who's made the best? personal comeback
1: oh yeah best personal comeback we were talking and about
2: by the way mike bone was despised by usc fans like everybody thought he was an incompetent guy who didn't know what he was doing that is it, not accurate yeah uh carol Folt was regarded even less that is not accurate and all Tell of a mike. sudden they go out and get lincoln riley and all of a sudden yep all the criticism went away yeah that's right
3: that's one right. move
2: you call him
1: bony is that what you call him
3: i mean i generally call him mike sometimes you, mb you know sometimes i call him. him bone
2: what key calls him
1: yeah hmm. bonehead <laughs>
2: well, <that's>, he did
1: <laughs> no that's <laughs> what he used to
4: doesn't call him that anymore, anymore. Key, you know key is on the um he's on the board now
2: <laughs> on the advisory committee that's right
4: yeah like he's that. on like the board of like
1: the usc's board or whatever yeah yeah have you exactly. ever gone back to your school and been something important sedano what you went to miami right no, I went to FIU. Which oh, FIU.
4: A, yeah, yeah. Now, no, not
1: really. Yeah.
4: Where? What city is FIU in? It's in Miami. Oh, is it? Okay. It's a state school. Gotcha. It's like Florida State in
1: Florida.
2: Who is the most famous? But it's like graduate you know what it really is. It's like
1: Sun. Oh,
4: okay. okay. Got
1: it. Yeah. Are you the most famous graduate?
4: I was best? just going to say. No, that. Is
2: there a chance you're the most not. famous graduate ever?
4: No, I I would imagine. First of all, in in sports, I'm not even the most famous. But like Raja Bell and Carlos Arroyo went there. Mm.
2: I think you're more famous than them. No. This guy's played in the NBA for oh, a decade. Oh, by the way, oh, I, I found him. Sidano, I just Googled it. I found it. What? I actually talked to this guy two nights ago. Hmm. Who? Andy Garcia. Oh, Andy Garcia. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a seasoned tick holder for the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, went to FIU. He sits just below you. All right, so weird story about Andy. Andy is a great guy. Yes. He a uh, huge Laker fan. Yeah. So walks up to us. We used to do third chair. Um, and Why don't you do that anymore? We did it when the Lakers were really, really bad so it was those years where we had so what like, about now yeah, you should do it, you do kinda it now? like once in a while it may be coming back <laughs> depending on how guys. our injuries go <laughs> <laughs> but so one time we had Andy garcia up there and he goes uh, michael there's something about me you don't know and michael goes really what's that he goes i played basketball against you in high school wow, wow. and when michael, michael goes, went to jackson yeah and he goes really good yeah i went to high school in miami and he goes we knew we were in trouble when I was one of the taller guys on the team. He's yeah. and yeah. like five ten, yeah, yeah. and he goes, uh, "I only had to guard you on one play, but I did not put up much of a defense." And so <laughs> That's he, funny. yeah, and he's yeah. Andy's a great
1: school. guy. I did a Q and A with him, and my dad was there. My my late dad was there, and my dad. There's nobody, Ireland will say it's me, yeah. but there's nobody that wanted to be in pictures with famous people more than my dad. So that's where you got that. <laughs> he, he bum-rushed Andy Garcia to get a picture at the end of that movie. Like, what about me?
2: And he bum- Andy rushed. Garcia has been in a lot of great movies. He has. Godfather 3? By the way, I'm going to contact Conference USA. Mm-hmm. About what? There is an FIU notable alumni list... Mm-hmm. And at least five people on here are less famous than George. Yeah, let me hear. Sonano should be on here. Let me hear. Who All they right, are. so here's here's the list. It's only got like. 10 names on it okay. omar baez nasa launch director no i mean that guy's pretty important he's a freaking say. nobody that guy's important. you're that bigger than nobody. him george antoine barnes professional nfl american football player oh, sedano's more well it. known than him forget antoine barnes forget about it dr stephanie burns oh, president wait, and t.y hilton t.y hilton yeah, hilton's too. on this list andy huh. garcia's on this list wait yeah. what was the lady's name that you were just saying stephanie burns president and ceo of dow corning well that okay. seems I like mean that's a huge job. corporation. Yeah. How about I mean, this Mace Dennis Lehane author of Mystic River? Yes. Oh, oh that's Lehane's really good. a great writer. Yeah. Yeah, so Sinan is more famous than him. No. Uh, Kimberly Lehman's America's next top model contestant. Never. No chance she on that. She didn't even win. George she is more famous than her. Yeah, She's just she a, a contestant. contestant. Mike yeah. Lowell, remember Mike Lowell? Mike yeah. Lowell definitely yeah, I more Mar- famous. No. guy won a two, guy won two World Series. He okay, what no about line. this? Kev Marcus, violinist, hip hop, jazz, classical. Oh, oh no, for him. sure, he's a star. Oh, hey yeah. George, he you can, a star. George, you George, you got to call this woman. This could be your uh, your entree into show business. Mm. Don he's in show business. Don Ostroff, CW Network president of entertainment. Oh, wow. Didn't they love. just the get Live the Live Tour? Tour.
1: Yeah. Yes. Comes on right after Riverdale. George, you could do play-by-play of the Live
2: Tour. Two, no, I'm good. Two um, more. Yeah. Danny Pino. Oh, from, Dave, from, uh, oh, he's famous uh, actor, Law & Order. And
1: yeah. And NCIS
4: and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the last one, right.
2: I I think we should know this Danny person. Danny Pino
4: and I went to school there at the same time. Oh. oh no kidding. Well, you're more yeah. famous
2: than him. Uh, no, about, no. All right, how Fellow Cuban, by the way, Danny Pino. How do we not, maybe we should know who this is. Mace, pretend you know who this is. Okay, yeah Reginald Washington, Disney Regional Entertainment, ESPN Zone VP and GM. Yeah, no, and I was,
1: actually have worked with him on with uh, Reggie projects. Yeah, you call
2: him Reggie. Uh, Reggie,
1: <laughs> Mr. Yeah, October. No, He does That's not go by him. Reginald. He goes no. by Reggie.
2: Okay, good to know. Uh, Sedano, you are you are easily more famous than ninety percent of that list.
1: Top three. So I was just looking at Bowling Green. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tim Conway. Oh, Tim Conway. Uh, uh, which one? Which is Tim junior? Conway. The Tim Conway, the dad. Okay.
2: Okay. Shout out Um, to Junior.
1: I'm trying to see people I write. Eva Marie Saint, who's a famous actress. Really famous. Good one. Nate Thurmond. Great basketball basketball player. Way more famous than him, maybe. Scott Hamilton. Way more famous. The skater. The skater. Around the Olympic time, he's more famous. Yeah, and that's it. Isn't he still broadcasting the Olympics? Oh, Rob Blake. That's right. Oral Hirschheiser. Yeah, Oral. Roger McDowell. Is
4: is Scott Hamilton still- McDowell? Say the no, no, time. Black Jack McDowell is Jack McDowell, not oh, Roger right.
3: McDowell. Oh, all right. Who's Roger McDowell?
4: Roger McDowell pitched for the Mets. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And he was like him and Jesse Orosco would split time in the eighties. They when they needed a lefty closer, they'd go with Orosco. This is pre Dodgers, yep. obviously. And then when they needed a righty closer, they'd go Roger McDowell.
3: Hmm. Wonder if he's on with like any of my future All Star cards. You know, from back Well, I got a 80s. box
2: of them here, so yeah. you know, just let me know.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, and- but uh now, Kep, you went to Pitt and I went to UCLA. We we won't even crack the top no, no 100. Chance. No chance. I, yeah. I, I, where UCLA, are you guys finding no.
3: these lists, though? Were you just Googling
2: yes. most famous people from yes. a particular school? I Googled famous. most famous grad from FIU, okay. and that okay. list came up.
1: Why, what let who, me ask you a question. Did, why was there a basketball game earlier already today? Like, did yeah, you, I saw that early. I was looking at scores, and I'm like, why, why did a game go off so early? Yeah,
4: the I Bulls think it was and the like, Pistons. Why did, like, did they play like new, in the afternoon? A day today. game on a Thursday. Was that like a cancellation from like weather or something? Could have been. Or like leftover. from
2: from MLK Day, I don't know. Yeah, I noticed
1: that uh, when I was getting ready for the show. I'm like, how did a game get started? So yeah, because I
4: saw it on the scroll on ESPN. And it said final, and I'm like, wait, what? How is that even possible?
2: Hey, do you agree with us, Sonano, that the Lakers are making the playoffs, or are we being Pollyanna?
4: No, I think it's possible. Like I, I, I think if they get healthy, it's it's possible. But I don't think in this incarnation, I, I don't think it's as possible. That's for sure.
2: Yeah, they are. I mean, in the last five minutes of games, they just are they out are of, of gas. So
4: do you know what's funny about that, John? I did a podcast today with Ramona, the Lockdown Podcast, which you can find on the Sedano and Cap feed. Um, and we were talking about the Lakers' late game woes today. And would you would you guess? Would you have if I would have told you? Like what the bigger issue with them is in 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 those crunch time minutes, the clutch time stat, which is the last five minutes, the game within five points or right. less. The Lakers are ten and twelve in those situations. Yeah, what they're twenty
2: third in the NBA in clutch situations. Really Correct. You,
4: what do you think is their biggest problem in those scenarios?
2: Well, LeBron doesn't score. Um, and he scores all the rest of the games. Because I think like what happened at the end of the game last night was they just doubled and tripled LeBron and made somebody else beat them. So I would imagine it has something to do with LeBron, does it?
4: So actually, it's not. like Their offense is actually fine. They have the 10th best offense in clutch time at 113 offensive rating. Their defense, third worst in the the NBA in clutch time. During clutch time. That makes sense. The only two teams that are worse, the Detroit Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets.
2: Wow. Yeah, so there's there's a red flag and then some. They got to fix that.
4: Yeah, their clutch time defense at the end of the games awful. Just as bad as bad could be.
2: Yeah, I but I also think that if they had a AD's their best offensive player. If they had AD Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker, they all three of those guys would probably be out there. But they, you know, they're all unavailable. Right. So. But
3: but if they get if and when, I mean now there's you know some news that you know AD's not that far away. Yep. With those three guys, they'll probably win games like the last two. Yeah, I mean they're only
1: two and a half out of the six.
2: Well, that's yeah, that's you the weird that. thing. Yes, you it's as- an Oh,
4: by the way, I just got a, uh, a tweet from uh, Parker, our guy here at the station. Yep. Yeah, Bulls Pistons were playing in Paris. Oh, oh,
1: well, that would be why then. Interesting. You
4: ever been to Paris? I never have. I have not. It's a place I've been meaning to go. My wife, love to
3: go. my
2: wife's been three times. I've never been
3: Paris there. for like literally. Like thirty six hours. City of, I watch, City
2: of Lights. I watch Emily in Paris. Does that count? That does not count as oh, being sure. I've,
4: I've seen the movie Forget Paris a bunch of times. I've that been to the uh, Bobby, casino.
2: Uh, or Billy Crystal has an NBA run. I've ref.
4: been to the Paris.
1: Oh my casino. god, such a great movie! I get you, uh, it's Mace. a great movie. I love when the bird gets stuck in Deborah
4: Winger's, Winger's hair. Right? Isn't <laughs> so, that the best part of the so entire movie? Great. Oh my god! So Mace,
3: god. now you got me thinking about who are the most famous people that went to my school? Yeah. I don't know when this list is well, from. Well, Pitt was a lot of famous. Dan Marino. Dan Marino's in the on in the top ten. Uh, Louis Riddick's not on this list. He's not in the top 100. But he's that's more why, famous than you. Yeah. That's why he has to, Tony he has Dorsett, to be. Tony gotta Dorsett, got to be in the top Dorsett, five. I didn't see, yeah. no, Tony Dor. Larry Fitzgerald's is in the top 10. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's not on this list, which tells you how old this list is. Yeah. Uh, Dan Marino's on it, though. The number one most famous person who went to my alma mater, the University of Pittsburgh, you guys ready for this? Yep. Mr.
4: Rogers, Fred
3: Rogers. Oh, that's oh, a good
2: one. Yeah. Who's the most famous person, uh, George, I'll start with you, to come out of your high school? out of my high school Anybody Any Ooh, famous I mean, person Alex
4: Fernandez the guy who was a pitcher for a really long time in Major League Baseball um won a World Series with the Marlins Chicago White Sox for a Wait, White Alex time.
2: Fernandez isn't the guy who was killed in the boating accident was he No that's he? Oh, um that's uh the guy Miami guy
4: Um uh, yeah no that's not the same person Okay. but yes that's the kid you're talking about the kid um who pitched for the Marlins right, just recently
2: right. yeah, yeah yeah Cap who's somebody, did you have be famous come out of your high school Um the only person that
3: comes to mind that was like really like a big uh, baseball or football star that's contemporary. You guys remember a guy named Mike Napoli? Of course. Yeah, Mike Napoli played sure. for the Angels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he
4: was. Oh, man, you know I what? Other baseball. A lot put. of
1: baseball players in my Jose head. Fernandez, by the way, was the
2: name we How were. How about Jose
3: Steve Fernandez, for. Hutchinson, Thank you, yes. the Hall of Fame offensive lineman, yeah. Steve Hutchinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: good. top five pick in the draft.
4: Gio Gonzalez, uh, the kid.
2: Okay, who pitched so for, you tell me the, which. Watched the national. You guys tell me which one of it's one of these two people to come out of my high school, you tell me which one is more famous, mm-hmm. okay? Mark McGrath, lead singer mm-hmm. of Sugar Ray. it's a pretty mm-hmm. good one. Or Leslie Mann, the actress married to Jed Apatow.
4: Oh, yeah. I'd say Leslie Mann is more famous than Mark McGrath now. Well, you know what's funny? he has been in way more movies yeah, than Mark McGrath. McGrath Man. says yeah. the
2: same thing. I ran yeah. into McGrath two weeks ago, and I was with somebody, and I go, hey, this is Mark. He's the most famous guy to go to my high school. He goes, yeah, if you don't count Leslie Mann. So, uh, yeah, she's generally considered the best one. Mason, be f- are you the most famous person to come out of your high school? Uh, it's either me or Heisman oh. Trophy winner Dick Kazmaier. I-,
4: I got a good one for you, uh, for Ireland. Now, this he wasn't an alum, but he was a teacher at my school well before I was there at my high school. Bill O'Reilly. No really? kidding. He was an English teacher. We're well, doing
1: live. School.
4: We'll do live. He was an English yeah. teacher at my high school, Monsignor Pace High School, um, when I well before. That's I, a you, good one.
1: Oh, yeah. but not when you were there.
4: No. He wasn't. No, like no, your he English was well teacher. before I, I was there. Yeah. What
3: a life, man! To to have been a school teacher and turned into what you know later on. Um, we'll do it
4: live. Well, you know a lot of famous people, you know, started there, like that were media people, like um, uh, your boy uh, who worked at CNN, who you guys used to have on all the time, who passed away. Uh, what's his name?
1: Larry uh, King. Larry oh, King. Oh, Larry King. Yeah. yeah. You know, Larry King used to do
4: the Dolphins games.
1: Larry King was Somebody your. High school as a teacher? No, yeah. no, no, no. He no, to that's what I thought, too. Yeah, no, he, he never
2: graduated from uh, university. Greg, yeah. see if you can find the Larry King, Jerry Seinfeld B-movie interview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a um, great exchange. So, yeah. for some reason, somebody sent this to me earlier this year, and it was basically, Larry King was famous for not... Prepping for interviews. He wanted to be naturally curious. And so stuff like this used to happen, speaking of Larry King and Jerry Seinfeld.
5: Lasted how long? Nine years. 180 episodes. You gave it up, right? I did. They didn't cancel you, you canceled them. You're not aware of this? No, I'm, I'm asking yeah, you. You yeah. think I got canceled? Are you under the impression uh, that I, I got canceled? You? Have I hurt you, Jerry? I thought don't, that was pretty well documented. Don't this most is most shows Is this go still down. CNN? Don't most shows go <laughs> down a little? Most people do also. You But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I went off there. I was the number one show on television, Larry. You were Do you all, know well, who I am? <laughs> Jewish guy, Brooklyn. Yes. yes. Okay. 75 Look. million viewers, last okay. episode. What are you? Don't take like, it can't. so bad. Well, that's a, a big difference between being canceled and being number one. Okay, I'm sorry. We'll be right back. Jeez. B movie opens. B movie so, we opens.
1: We'll be right back. We'll uh, be oh, right. That's
2: fantastic. That's the oh, only bad thing about doing no prep.
3: Rest in
1: peace,
2: Larry. Yeah. Come on, go. Chief. I grew up listening to Larry uh, King was AM great. We radio. used to bring him on once a year and he's great every time. He would yeah, say, he would, he so would say something every time that we would just go I, I, I can't believe he said that. He was he was great. The best. Least. He came on during the pandemic and was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, he was really good. Huge uh, Dodger fan. Big Dodger fan, yeah. Uh all right. That's it. You're done with us? Well, we we went like 4 minutes over. No, I'll keep going. Oh, I got time. 2 minutes. Well, minutes. Hang on. Wait, technically four
4: twelve, right? Yeah, that's what you got to go to. Oh,
2: well, so then we went two minutes. Two
4: over. minutes over, yeah. yeah. And you minutes. know, it's mostly Larry King's
1: fault. So, yeah, yeah. it was. Larry went long. <laughs> yeah, Larry went long. All right, Tight uh, boys. Have a good show, guys. All have right, have fun. Uh, don't forget uh, that Supercross Talk is brought to you by Coors Light, keeping California chill all year long, all season long. Uh, we're back tomorrow at one. Coming up next for you, Shadano and Cappy here on Seven Ten ESPN.
3: it is freezing outside like i'm miserably cold. it is cold yeah i am that. miserably cold
4: and, and it, the sun went away so that was like it got, became very cloudy uh in the afternoon which made it even colder it was weird and
3: george i'm gonna tell you something right now that um i've always said that my father is the cheapest human being on the planet we went to mcdonald's cheeseburger 49 cents hamburger 39 cents i said i'll take a cheeseburger he said no You'll take the hamburger home and put cheese on it when we get there. Now, he denies that story. Nonetheless, I think I'm about to take over as cheapest man on the planet. I refuse to turn on the heat in my house.
4: Refuse. the hell's wrong with you? No heat. Why? No heat. You run the air conditioning, don't you? Never. No heat. No, sir. You don't run the AC either? Don't have it. the hell's wrong with you? Don't have it. Okay.
3: Well, then you are cheap. The heat. I'm telling you right now, um, if it goes below 60 degrees in my house, then I'll think about it.
7: You're like my mom. My mom keeps her air conditioning at like 74. I was like, why even bother turning it on? What? Yeah.
0: You guys
3: use heat? Everybody here use heat? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Especially in the morning, bro. Yeah. I'm miserably cold. I mean, miserable.
0: Dude, you got money. Like, I know, you know, the gas prices are skyrocketing when we're talking about that on Twitter. But seriously, you, you can afford it.
3: You Please think so? On.
0: Yes. I mean, I shouldn't. I don't know about your business, but I, it's, it's cold.
4: I don't know, man. Yeah. Up yeah. another you you game? can afford yeah. it, dude. Like, honestly. I mean, I mean it's kind of like the Lakers who can afford to get help for LeBron, but they, they choose not to do that either. You're kind of in the same boat.
3: So, you're just. So, the, 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 really, the situation with the Lakers is it's just
4: purely just cheap, is really what it is. Well, I don't know about cheap, but just they're hoarding. Because oh, uh, like you're hoarding money. In their case, they're hoarding assets. Mm. Well, I'm hoarding heat. Yeah. <laughs> no,
7: actually, you're not. Heat. <laughs> I was like, no, you're not. You're doing the
4: opposite of that, actually. <laughs> you know what? You know what Rachel told me, George? What's that?
3: Child abuse. Uh it is. She said. Then she said, "Next breath, girlfriend, girlfriend abuse." Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I would imagine that would Tur- be. The she case. told me she was. You want me to
3: sleep over? Turn on the heat.
4: Yeah, there you go. Either you turn on the heat, or there's no heat for you in the bed.
3: That's right.
0: Yeah. Oh. I was gonna Kathy. say something, but you know. <laughs> I'm gonna nah. turn on the heat
3: at seven o'clock tonight. Seven o'clock is when it goes on. I'll freeze. But when when you know it's her coming over, I'll I'll make it warm.
0: Oh
4: my god, bro! Anyway, mm-hmm. um, you'll probably find a way to blow it, kind of like the Lakers yesterday. Unfortunately, so
3: they sure did, didn't they?
4: I mean, they it's sh- bad, it's bad. I mean, I don't even want to hear this like no AD thing. They played without the monster yesterday.
3: That's true. They sure did. Here's the reality. Um, well, let me let me ask it in the question in the form of a question. Going into this game last night, mm-hmm. I mean, looking honestly at both teams, yeah, you tell me. Yeah, who's better of the two of them?
4: I mean, the Kings are better, right? Okay, so the Kings are better, right? But I don't want to hear this like the the stuff about injuries when they've they're also dealing with injuries. They well, had I mean, guys who didn't play yesterday, including uh, j- obviously primarily Sabonis.
3: All I'm going to say is this: said it the other day, they're good enough to play close games against good teams, teams that are better than them, teams like Philadelphia and teams like Sacramento, who are better. I know they're the Kings, and everybody just thinks, no, they're the Sacramento Kings. Yes, they are. But they're better than the Lakers. Just look at their record. They were 24 and 18 going into last night's game, the Lakers were 20 and 24. They're better. The Lakers are good enough to keep games like these close, but without bodies and without a superstar, they're just not good enough to win these games. Good enough to keep it close, good enough to compete, not good enough to win, George.
4: Yeah, they're not. And hopefully AD comes back soon because this thing is, you know, we were talking about this with Slewa the last couple of days when he's been on with us. And by the way, speaking of which, when we had that conversation yesterday about the bathroom, uh, Trudell texted me uh, last night that he wants to come on today. He's coming on at 445.
3: Okay, so. Well, he, he probably would like to represent himself.
4: Yeah, he wants to uh, he wants to clear the record. About the bathroom situation, and we can ask him about the Lakers too. Okay. But AD needs to come back because they're running out of time. And you said, I got half a season. Nah, no, bro. You're running out of time. Okay? Because by the time he comes back, if he comes back, you're gonna be past the halfway mark of the season. And so I I'm on my podcast today, and again. I do uh, like a, a separate podcast that we're running on the Sedano and Cap feed, so you really don't have to go anywhere else other than to subscribe to Sedano and Cap uh, where you get your podcast, which, by the way, if you're not, why aren't you already is my question.
3: Can I just get a little piece of information here? Um, yeah. Tell me about the podcast, because to be honest with you, other than just maybe catching something on social media here and there, we've not really talked about it off air. Our off air not are... a great
4: self-promoter. Well, you
3: know, I know, so. but listen, we're, we're, we're sitting down today, you and I, earlier this morning, And we're having dialogue about a much more important subject, which is our pickleball team and winning the pickleball tournament and our pickleball practices, right? And our lessons and the facilities and the proper equipment. And so, so so we're having pickleball dialogue, but not podcast dialogue. So now that there's the Cappy Cast, now there's the Sedano Cast.
4: It's the Lockdown Podcast. It used to be what I I used to do the national podcast for ESPN on NBA, Mm -hmm. and um, I just stole the name basically. You stole it back.
7: It's also it's also part of ESPN Cappy, so you can't really compare it to the Cappycast. Why not? Because it's no, not, that's not about true. San Diego. it's not true. I mean, it's, it's
4: a podcast is a podcast. But
7: nonetheless. I know, but but it's not about San Diego, right? It's not. Well, my It's whole mostly pod-
4: about the NBA. Ooh. Yeah, well my I'm podcast isn't you, really It's not really San I'm Diego. It's
3: just,
6: just anything you. It's, it's really the Cappycast. It's
3: the
4: Cappycast. Yeah, it's the Cappycast.
3: Yeah, it's the Cappycast talks about anything.
4: So on the lockdown podcast which again you could find you know how uh, for those of you that actually know about the Sedano and Cap podcast and again shame on you if you don't Shame you is could- right Yeah, you should subscribe to it, whether it's at Google or Apple or Spotify. uh, Spotify, Yeah. Yeah, or the ESPN app or the ESPN LA app, wherever you find your podcast. But anyway, it's basically that we break each hour down as like a separate little link. You know what I mean? On the podcast that you can download. Well, this is just another one of those links. It just looks like another hour, but it says the Lockdown Podcast with Sedano. So today I had Ramona on, and I asked Ramona a bunch of things about the Lakers. I actually asked her a bunch of things about a lot of teams, but for this show, we'll just focus on um, the Lakers portion of it. Although maybe I'll talk to you about what she said about the Clippers too later. But anyway, I asked her about A D. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I was like, yo, so A D is he coming back? Like, what's the deal? You know, I, you know, why you know, what's taking so long? So she she brought up why the Lakers are being cautious. I suspect you're gonna play a soundbite here. The first one that says that why the Lakers are being so cautious. Mm, that one.
0: He hasn't really been able to do all that much, which means you need three, four, five days of of pretty hard work, but then also conditioning to get back to playing an NBA game. I mean, you can't just not do anything from it's been what was it December eighteenth he got hurt, yeah. yeah. So it's been a month. You can't you can't go light, you know, for a month and then all of a sudden be have your wind and your conditioning to play in an NBA game. I'm sure he's been able to do some kind of conditioning that's not load bearing, but it's not the same as running up and down a basketball court. So I think this week is really important. And then especially next week to see how he comes through, how he tests it. You know, there's a, there's a sense, could he play next week? I would be highly skeptical of that just because of of how cautious I know they have to be with it, but could, you know, early February or, um, you know, right before the trade deadline be okay. Maybe if everything goes well.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay, so she and I deduced that that is actually a great week for AD to return, the week before the trade deadline or the week of the trade deadline. You know why that's the case, Cappy? Tell me. Okay, number one, uh, obviously if you're the Lakers, you want to see him before the trade deadline, right? Doesn't mm-hmm. that make sense? Okay, fair enough. Not because you're trading him, but you want to see what you've got so right. that way you can make you can a decide. decision, an, yeah. an, an informed decision on what mm-hmm. you want to do. Okay. And then secondly, if you're Anthony Davis, you play that week, and then you get another week off, basically, because the All Star break is the following week.
3: Okay. So, what is your projected? And I know you're not, uh, you know, you know, you don't have the inside on this, but your projected return date would be then, you know, like Oklahoma City ish. Okay. Around it's exa- there, like uh,
4: like February seventh or so. It's exactly yeah. the date I had marked because I'll tell you why they come back from the long road trip. Then.
3: Well, here's the thing. I mean, they're they're going to play next Tuesday against the Clippers and you might think Wednesday against San Antonio might be a good day for him to come back if he was capable, but then the problem is then you're on the road at Boston, at Brooklyn, at the Knicks, at the Pacers, and at New Orleans, and the first game home would be February 7th against Oklahoma City, and you must play in that game if you're going to play on February 9th against Milwaukee. you got to have one tune-up, if you will, before you see Giannis on February 9th.
4: I mean, oh, no, I,
1: for sure. I don't
4: think there's any question. Yeah, Tuesday,
3: absolutely. February 7th. That's the date.
4: Yeah, 100%. So then she and I continued to talk about AD and, and about just kind of the ramp up. Which we'll get to that on the other side. But really what you want to hear, Cappy, mm-hmm. is Ramona dropped a morsel on me about the Lakers. You know how I like to drop the morsels? Yeah. Well, Ramona dropped a morsel. On the podcast, if, not on the and, radio show no on the podcast cuz of course it's a little more intimate it's me and Ramona it's just one on one you know it's just me and her it's like you know two people in the league you know mm-hmm. yeah in the league yeah so if you're a laker fan you're going to want to tune in to the next segment because the morsel is going to go is going to make you go oh really cuz my reaction was that so i would imagine the laker fans reaction will be that so we'll get to that in 2 minutes
6: Again, try Jet's signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
3: This is how we do's it. Uh. (laughs) This is how we do it. $100 bills, y'all. If you were from where I'm from, then you would know. Come on, George, that's good.
4: Cappy, I love how your observation on yesterday's game on our rundown, as I just noticed it a second ago. Yeah, Danny DeVito getting a lot of airtime last night. Yeah, why so? Why is that? Like, of all the like things that. that are on this rundown, yeah, that was like it just that stuck out to me, and I'm like, you know, that's very you. Right. Well, you know why? I, I
3: looked at today's rundown, and I'm like, wow, this we're going hardcore today. And I, I was watching the game last night, and Danny DeVito was getting a lot of airtime.
4: Well, he doesn't go to that many games anymore.
3: I know, but then I saw like uh, some reporters' um, Instagrams and stuff, and they had a bunch of Danny DeVito things happening. And I like Danny DeVito. I happen to really like those Jersey Mike's commercials that he does, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, got a lot of airtime last night, Danny.
4: Because he doesn't go to the games anymore as much as he used to.
3: I wish I would have been in the game last night, so I could have walked up to him and gave him a hug, you know?
4: You, want to brought, you would have brought it in?
3: Yeah, I man, I love him. I mean, he's so cute.
4: He is very much. Don't you think so? Yeah. Who doesn't like Danny DeVito?
3: I mean, he's adorable.
4: Yeah. So anyway, uh, what would be adorable if the Lakers got wins? More so than Danny DeVito, though. Would you agree with that? Would be nice. Um, yeah.
3: Especially you and I had started talking, this was last week, about how important this homestand was. You know, um, you're playing Dallas, you lose that game in double overtime, you're playing Philly. You got a chance to win. We all know what happened there with Russ. You're playing Houston, and it takes LeBron for like 48, you know, just to win that game. And then you're playing at home against Sacramento, and they got one of their best players out, and you can't get it done. You're one in three right now in a five game homestand. homestand. Brutal. I know. Brutal. Terrible. Just
4: brutal. 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 Just freaking brutal. Horrible. So anyway. Yeah. The good thing is, hopefully, is that AD is coming back. Mm-hmm. And, Laura, there's a 55-second cut of Ramona and I today on the Sid, uh, on the Sidon and Cap. Well, it's on the Sedano and Cap feed, so go to the podcast there. But it's a lockdown podcast. If you're not listening to it, you're doing yourself a disservice. If you like NBA basketball, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, there'll be other stuff perhaps other than NBA basketball. But I would say right now, if you, if you like NBA basketball, you should be listening to it.
3: When them. can I get on the lockdown podcast?
4: I mean, but you just literally tell me you're an outsider. You're not an insider. This yeah, is but I insiders. could talk
3: about things like Danny DeVito going to games and stuff. <laughs> right, but we're not doing that. We're Things not talking that people about. would really be caring about.
4: I literally, so my last two guests were Ramona, obviously, mm-hmm. who's, you know, she's an insider. Mm-hmm. And Moe who is who was a video coordinator and was like breaking down why the Lakers uh, roster construction stinks. Like, you can't do any of that.
3: No, but I can talk about Danny DeVito being at the game and eating a big hand of popcorn. But that's what this show is for. Oh, all right. All right, well, if you ever need me, you know, feel free. I'll call you. Yeah. Thank yeah,
4: you. I'll call you. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, I asked Ramona about the ramp-up. Okay, what does, like, this ramp-up mean for AD? So she explains it uh, here. Go ahead.
0: He hasn't really been able to do all that much, which means you need three, four, five days of, of pretty hard work, but then also conditioning to get back to playing an NBA game. I mean, you can't just not do anything from – it's been – what was it, December 18th he got hurt? Yeah. yeah. So – been a month you can't you can't go light you know for a month and then all of a sudden be have your wind and your conditioning to play in an nba game i'm sure he's been able to do some kind of conditioning that's not load-bearing but it's not the same as running up and down a basketball court so i think this week is really important and then especially next week to see how he comes through how he tests it you know there's a there's a sense could he play next week i would be highly skeptical of that just because of i uh, of how cautious i know they have to be with it but Could, you know, early February or, um, you know, right before the trade deadline be okay? Maybe if everything goes well.
4: Mm. Okay. I also need to learn um, to not let my email uh, go off during the, uh, I get a lot of emails. I need to turn the emails off. Like just get out of the email app. uh, Because you hear the, you hear the little noise. Yeah. It was annoying to me. Yeah. Mm so anyway all right so there's that so she gives us the ramp up right and now it's like okay if everything if
3: everything goes right then
4: if right right there's a lot of ifs obviously Mm -hmm. and then there's a reason why there's so many ifs and Ramona explains why there are so many ifs and why the Lakers have been so cautious with AD
0: it's the same kind of injury Joel Embiid had when he was a rookie it cost him a couple seasons it's the same kind of injury Yao Ming had that like ended his career in a lot of ways. So it's the, the stress reaction is scary, which is why they have been so cautious with it. So you get these sort of conflicting reports that he feels really good and feels fine, but they are all very cautious and scared to, to really do much with it because of what could happen if things go the wrong way with it. Um, You know, you don't want to push him too hard or too early before he's had a chance to calm down um, and then have him be out for two years. Like You just don't want that potential. You always say with an injury, can it get worse? This one can get worse, so that's why they're being so cautious. So anybody who tells you they know when he's coming back is doing you a disservice because they don't know. You don't know how it's going to be because you have to be this cautious. Oh
4: so there you go. God. Oh yeah. my It's God. way more serious than, than you think.
3: Well, look, um, Ramona, as you say, insider, we know we all trust her. We all know who she is, and you know, what kind of reporting she does. That's the first time I must admit since 80 has been hurt to hear anybody describe it as that serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. She said it cost Embiid years in the early part of his career. And she said it pretty much erased. Yao Yao Ming's career. Like it, correct. It, that, that's what ended his career. Yeah. So what I'm hearing her say is this is not the beginning of 80s career and this injury has ended big guys' careers, that's what they're probably really, really worried about.
4: This could be a career-ending injury. Right, and especially been detrimental to big men, to your point, right? Joel Embiid. Remember those first couple years, Joel Embiid did not play very much. These guys
3: who were so tall and built and heavy and put all this pressure on their joints, their hips, their ankles, their knees, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's just... They're unique for a reason, you know, but their bodies react. At least, look, I'm though, I mean, I know you probably are surprised by this, when I, but I'm going to say it, George. I'm actually not an MD. I'm not a doctor. What? I, I'm not an orthopedic surgeon. I know you probably have a Dr. Kaplan somewhere in your family. I got it, you know, or in your network, but that ain't me. I'm just telling you, man, big guys like that, their
4: bodies, they react different. And his body's just all beat up. Right, so that that is the, the scary part. Now, are you ready for the morsel? Oh, that wasn't it. No, no, that wasn't it. That was oh. just that was just newsy. Oh, morsel me. Yeah. So we were talking then about Ramona and I on this podcast, which, by the way, it's not up yet. It's not going to drop until after today's show. So you've got a lot of you've got a couple of hours. Um, it's going to drop. Laura uploads the podcast right after the show is over. So we've got uh, a couple of hours. For you to subscribe to this podcast so you can hear the entire conversation at length. So okay? okay, Wait a
3: second. This joint is going to drop at what time? When
4: we're done today. So you won't drop it until 7? No, I'm letting people subscribe so then they can go and, and, and get it on their feeds, wherever they get their podcasts. Smart, because
3: you know the, the way we're hyping this podcast, people might leave you and me to go listen to you and her.
4: Correct. That's exactly why I didn't do that, because they would absolutely leave you and me to go listen to that. That joint's going to drop at 7 tonight, yo. Yeah. It, you're basically all at Laura's mercy. Laura, do you enjoy that power that you have right now?
0: Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take credit.
4: It's Laura's power, Laura. You're, don't
3: you've... don't post it at seven. Post it at like seven fifteen and see how many people are bothering you. Like, yeah, Yo, where's that?
4: <laughs> Laura? <laughs> I need s- it. All of a sudden, her Twitter is filled. So anyway, the morsel. Okay, Laura, this is the thirty-five second clip. Okay, this is. I start talking to her. Well, look, like we start talking about LeBron and like the stuff and can he get some help? And we start talking about the help and who can they get? And what are some of the ideas that are out there? And then we got into the idea of, well, what if they don't do anything? And she seems to think that that is a possibility. She didn't say it's it's real, but she thinks it's a possibility. Again, she goes into way more detail in the podcast. So I'm just giving you an overarching commentary there on that. But, and this is just a snippet. We get into a real conversation for about a good five to seven minutes about this particular clip that I'm gonna play that's 35 seconds long or that Laura's gonna play. And it's about, okay, well, if they do decide to use their cap space, which is about 30 million next year, then what are those possibilities like?
0: Kyrie and James are interesting ideas um, for for a team like the Lakers. It would be a they have enough money to to compete in terms of a in terms of an offer and they'd have to be taking a considerable risk. But the skill sets for both players are there. Like who plays well next to LeBron historically? Guards like Dwayne Wade and Kyrie Irving or a big like Anthony Davis, right? James Harden is a fantastic shooter. He's not a great catch and shoot guy, but he's he's another shot creator. He doesn't have to get by you to create offense. Like he's somebody who can carry the load.
4: And basically what she says, Kyrie James, she's referring to James Harden. Okay. Who is an LA kid? Mm hmm. Okay. And is going to be, potentially could be a free agent next year. hmm. So, how does that make you feel? You know what? Actually, don't tell me now. Tell me a little later. Okay. Let's, I'm going to let that marinate. Yeah. Let it marinate for a second. Marinate with a T, not a D. Oh, you're marinating, whereas I'm marinating? Yeah. You, you sounded like you used a D. I, I don't know. Why? Isn't that the right word? Marinate? D. it's not a d coming up next we're going to actually talk about the lakers but we're also going to talk about bathroom etiquette with one michael trudell so Lindsay, text him tell him we're coming and we're gonna be back in three
6: minutes 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base how about businesses on shopify <laughs> shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
4: Uh, Yep, Sedano and Cap with you here. Mm. 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 So Mm. yesterday, we found out when Alan Sliwa joined us for his Slee on the Spot segment, as we do every Laker game day at 445, that uh, he did indeed actually tap Trudell on the shoulder. Um, now, he thought we were saying, and for those that don't know what the hell we're talking about, uh, apparently, you know, in the uh, media bathroom or whatever, Trudell was at the urinal. And Slee came in. You know, Slee's a nice guy. He wants to say hi. You know, he's, he's always friendly. Only so he one
3: tapped- urinal in the bathroom, though. Keep in mind, only one urinal.
4: Right. Comes up, taps Trudell on the shoulder. It's he like, hey, Mike, what's up? While well, Mike uh, is at
3: the urinal doing his business,
4: doing his business, yeah. And then, um, you know, he thought we meant that he was like sitting there having a conversation with him. We're like, no, 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 it's just a tap. And then he's, and then Laura asked him, "Well, did you touch him?" And he said, "Yes, he did." And then that's when Lindsay and Laura were like, "Bro, come on, like y- you can't do that." So we're bringing on everyone's favorite sideline reporter, Mike Trudell. You can catch him, of course, on yeah. Spectrum Sportsnet. And uh, we are going to get his perspective on the Sliwa bathroom gate. And then, of course, we will talk some Lakers with him as well. So, Mike, thank you for joining us. But w- without any, uh, you know, I don't know what you heard right now while they were getting you on. But just give us the story about you uh, and Slewa in the bathroom.
5: What, what an honor it is for me to be asked to come on ESPN Radio in Los Angeles uh, to talk about the bathroom. I mean, this it, is really exciting. Uh, and it is something that I was hoping would happen. Now, did I plant this story with you on text, figuring that you could milk at least three or four segments out of it? Yes, um, I did do that. <laughs> I will first tell you exactly what happened, and then if you want my thoughts on it after, um, I will. But here, it's a very simple story. You know, I I typically will go use the restroom once, sometimes twice. But since 2008, uh, which is when I started with the Lakers, no one has ever touched me while I have been peeing before. So I, I'm, I'm doing that, and all of a sudden I feel a hand on my shoulder. And I'm not, you know, I don't turn around, but I'm caught off guard. I'm kind of like, whoa, what's happening? And then I heard something along the lines of, what's up, Trudel?" But I didn't know for sure. I thought it might be Sliwa. I didn't know for sure. So I was a little creeped out. Um, not, you know, not a huge deal, a little creeped out. So I go over to wash my hands, and I figure I kind of want to know who this is, because if it's not Sliwa, then yeah, I just I just needed this to register. So I kind of linger a little bit until someone comes out of the stall, and I'm sitting there for a good minute, minute and a half. You know, we finally get up to about a minute and forty five seconds. I'm going to be late at this point to get onto the court. And finally, yes, Slewa emerges. Instead of having another interaction, I proceed to exit the bathroom rapidly, uh, and and that's that's what happened. That's the official story.
3: Uh huh. Uh huh. So so did he push you like towards the urinal? <laughs> <laughs> Like guys do sometimes no. in locker rooms where they're like trying to no. you know, screw around with you. No, uh,
4: it was a tap,
5: a little tap, right on the shoulder. Well, no, well, cap, cap. First of all, I don't know where guys push you. If you're pushing someone in that context, you're going into the lower back area, right? Because you're trying to create. So, no, the tap of the shoulder, you know, is that's that is a it's a less egregious touch to the body than a push. A juvenile type push, right, mm-hmm. that I, I would expect that my eight-year-olds do, um, mm-hmm. and thus requiring me to clean the toilet more often than necessary. Mm-hmm. But no, this is just a tap to the shoulder. I do think, like, he was, I think he was being somewhat friendly. I just have never touched anybody in the bathroom. I thought that was the bathroom etiquette. And I, I was fine, guys. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm cool with Slewa. There's no problems. There's no beef there, uh, but I just was a little surprised that that was what he did, and I wondered if that's what he always does when guys are peeing, and and that and then I just wonder why, and that's not a question that I can answer. That's only something that Sleva can answer.
4: Okay, now let, let's Laura. Um, you were very vocal about this yesterday with Slee when he was on the air with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that you've heard Michael's side of the story, how do you feel about it?
0: Slee's still weird. That's weird to me. You don't touch people unless they're like, yo, what's up, and. You dab it out, but not when they're doing their business, like no, that's weird. Okay,
3: I mean that's fair. I'm sorry, it's just weird. I mean, Mike, did you find See? it? Did you find it to be unsanitary?
5: Yeah, I was. I'm not Michael Thompson over here, right? Where I'm super worried about germs in the bathroom and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I think that. I think that can get a little bit overblown. It was just the mere. It was the mere physical touch that caught me caught me off guard, simply because it does not happen very often. I, I in fact. I'm trying to think of the last time that I was touched by anybody uh, in the bathroom. And and I can't think, <laughs> now, of, a, I can't think of a time. I'll tell you this.
4: True, I have been in t- I've been in many bathrooms uh with you uh, over the years at Staples Center and now crypto.com. I don't think I mean there's been a yo what up kind of like just a quick yo what up. I don't there's never been a touch. There's never been a touch. I'm now rec- as I recall, always a yo what up, but that's about it.
3: So, Mike, how did it make you feel? I mean, yeah. do, you, do you feel uncomfortable in this situation? Did you feel – I mean, maybe Sliwa was just giving you some love? I mean, how did it make you feel?
5: I did, Cap, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. I did feel a little uncomfortable. But, again, I was, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I don't, this doesn't need to be – well, we are, we are saying it publicly. But um, I, it doesn't need to be adjudicated any further. Like I said, okay. we're cool. Um, what I appreciate – like, a, you know, like a $10 Chick-fil-A gift card or something like that for my troubles, maybe. But I don't, but I don't need it. I don't need it. I mean, you know,
4: Sli's got a lot of connections. That may be able to happen. Maybe a little Jersey Mike's. Who knows? Um, all right. So uh, now that we've settled that um, and, you know, now, you know, you, you know what's going to happen is tomorrow on Travis and Slewa at 10 a.m., you know, they're, they're going to get into this. Uh, and I'm sure Mason and Ireland will they'll follow up into this. So you're just creating a larger news cycle, though. You do understand this, right?
5: Well, I figure, you know, it, after yet another tight, close, heartbreaking for Laker fans loss, uh, you know, talking about bathroom etiquette a little bit can do everybody a little good. That's right. fair.
4: That's
3: a right. fair point. Right. So just, Mike, it just
4: sends the dogs in a different direction. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Michael, I, I need to ask you a question. Yeah. One in three on this uh, on this stand. Not good, pal. What the hell? What's going on here, okay? They're, they're, I, hear, I hear Kings fans yelling light the beam ooh, yesterday ooh. at Crypto.com. What is happening in your building?
5: Well, this is, this is typical Sedano. Before I even knew Sedano, and I was listening to him on an NBA podcast uh, at ESPN and he just had takes, and most of them were were like this, where there's accuracy there, but really it's designed, you know, to create a little bit more fervor around it. Um, I and, and I respect it. I do. I respect it. Um, it's it's one of the reasons why he is who he is. Now, Pain in frankly, the where the Lakers yes. are, where the Lakers right are right now, without Anthony Davis, uh, with without like like. Just the fact that they're around 500 since AD left is actually a pretty impressive accomplishment for a team that is lacking uh, in certain areas, right? Just in terms of like size and length on the wing, uh, those kinds of things. These specific losses uh, have been, I think, boil ultimately down to their woes and crunch time. And that to me, without getting into the whole thing, the short answer, I think when it's LeBron and Russ out there together, the center or at least a big man is dropping off of Russ into the paint Closing out those driving angles and making the Lakers have to resort uh, to taking a lot of jump shots, that is not the most efficient shot there, especially as, as that is not the main strength of LeBron or of Russ, even though LeBron is going to hit them at a different rate. And that's, I think that's the common denominator in some of these close games. But overall, what they've done without Davis has actually been pretty good and probably above expectation relative to what happens in the NBA without Stars.
3: Which is why, Mike Trudell, I've been saying, look – they're good enough to compete with better teams, but not good enough to beat these teams without AD and without additional bodies. I'm actually still bullish on these guys. George, though, is telling me, no, man, it's getting too late.
5: Uh, well, so this is where the whole play conversation comes into it, Cap, where there are a lot of teams. So Phoenix has been in total free fall uh, right since Devin Booker went out and Chris Paul on top of it. The Clippers are a game under 500. Clippers have won two out of their last ten games uh, the Timberwolves have been struggling for a while. Portland has won only three out of their last 10 games. Phoenix has won one out of their last 10. I mentioned them a second ago. So that has all kept the Lakers in play, even, even despite some of these tough last-second losses. Um, if, and this is the whole key, of course, if Anthony Davis can come back and remain healthy. And we don't know the answer to that question yet. There have been some positive updates the last couple of days, but that, of course, Cap, you you just hit on it right there. Like, that is what would give you some hope if you're thinking the Lakers could do something uh, because the way that the West has played out, it still has the door open.
4: No, listen, I would agree with that. Like, I would say to you that if you're Denver or Memphis or, uh, you know, I don't know, whoever the third seed is at the moment, like, it's not a great reward if you get, like...
5: Yeah, I don't think they're real.
4: Who's that? Oh, Sacramento is the no, third so seed right. So Sacramento's yeah, 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 yeah. third, but I don't, yeah. I
5: don't buy them as a real threat. Like that, no, I, yeah, agree. Would be, I agree. I think the Warriors will move up there. Yeah, the Warriors right. will move up there, and then if the Pelicans can get healthy, yeah.
4: But my, my ultimate point is that if you're Denver or Memphis or even Sacramento, and your reward is that you're going to get, like, maybe Golden State or the Clippers or even the Lakers at full strength, like, that's not much of a reward, I would say, for a one, two, or three seed.
5: Yeah, it's the, the, this whole format, right, to a, a great extent has, has, uh, has even things out in terms of regular season, and then that will play out in the playoffs. But you still, of course, would rather be up there at the top. It's, it's kind of like when, George, to, to bring up the bubble for a second, like people will cheapen the Lakers winning in the bubble. And I, I would caution people to remember the Lakers didn't get to play a home game when they had the number one seed in the West, and that would have been a huge advantage. And so, like, that at least you do, if you're Memphis or Denver, you at least get that reward. But the team that you might get because of the rest and because of the, the, uh, the illness and because of the, the ways that teams are interpreting things with injury management, you know, yeah, you might be in for a tougher round one series than, than you typically would be.
4: Yeah. Um, now, look, I do think time is running out. I do think they could use some help because I don't think that just Lonnie Walker, Austin Reeves, um, and even AD, I don't think that's enough uh, to make me feel like, oh, this team can go win a championship. Like, I think they need more. But I also understand at the same time they're trying to conserve cap space because they don't want to, uh, you know, they got $30 million apparently potentially coming to them next year. So it's not an easy dance for anybody.
5: No, but and I think this is where I think both of these perspectives can be true because I kind of agree with you there, George. Like, it's a – the team, to Cap's point, uh, could be competitive against some of these better teams. But are you going to win – three playoff series as likely the lower seed and then get to the finals with that group, it's going to be very, very difficult, right? Especially coming from that, uh, from, from where they're going to have to come from. And George, just looking at the roster, I think we knew that before the season, that it was, there were, there were a lot of guards. There wasn't necessarily that wing depth uh, that they had in the 1920 run. And part of that's because they made a choice to, to go in the, go in the route of seeing if it could work with Westbrook alongside Davis and LeBron as opposed to bigger wings and just more middle-range players. And so that all of that has remained true, and I still think it is when you talk about a trade it's just it depends on the trade is it one where you get a player back that you want to have uh, be part of your cap space moving forward because you like the contract then maybe you're willing to to part with more than if if not so it's it's very like each individual trade idea and i know in our tech thread george we've thrown out thousands of them like that that has to be good enough to do it and you don't know if they're going to be available it, de- it depends which teams are going to go and make a push, and it depends which teams are going to push the other way and potentially look for some more lottery balls. Jeez.
4: Cappy, I noticed you kind of dropped out Jeez. a lot well, after the bathroom talk. Well, yeah. no, you know what happened? Yeah. is
3: It started to occur to me that Trudell's probably going to get an invitation to be on your podcast long before I do.
4: Oh, there's no question. Trudell's coming up soon, for sure. I mean, he's getting my an invitation on the I mean, He's in be, the league, He's Cap. in the
3: league. I mean, that's the issue. I mean, he's in the league. Do you, hear, uh, do you hear
4: that magic between me and him? Like, it's rekindled
3: very yeah. quickly. I, I, I know. I'm not on that group chat. I mean, yeah. I'm not throwing out trade ideas.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm still caught up in the whole bathroom uh, cap, situation. On,
5: cap, look, who would be who? Yeah, what, what what would the group chat be though, Cap? That you and I would cross section into. Like, what what does I'll that group look like?
3: I'll, I'll give you an example. Hey, hey, Mike, uh, did you get a chance to talk to Danny DeVito last night? See. <laughs>
5: <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, that you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm there yet. Um, hi, buddy, how was, the? Uh, sorry, I was watching the twins just at soccer practice, so they came into the car, but they're Fuck they're uh, they're schooled in this. Uh, anyway, yes, Cap. Now, I, the answer is no. I'm not sure that qualifies for a text thread. Oh,
4: right. there you go. All right, yeah. Cappy, All you, right. you you just got sleed right there on the so.
3: uh,
5: on, on the. I'll text come up chat. with some
3: trade ideas. I'll well, get them no, over no, to. You. Don't
5: don't no no don't put me in the same category as sleed. There after after what happened in the bathroom. Mm. Okay? bathroom no no I'm just saying Cappy got
4: sleed is what I am saying. Bathroom toucher. Like. <laughs> yeah yeah right. He, you, you're I'm making him the bathroom toucher here.
5: Yes exactly. So. Uh, uh, All right. Sorry, Mike. Alan. I didn't mean to have this much fun at your expense, buddy.
4: Yeah. Um. Rude. He gets it. He he he's a good he's a good sport. Uh, all right, Michael. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Bye. Love you. There he is, My trip. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. See you. <laughs> See you, pal. Love you.
3: That's what you should say to people when you say goodbye. Be like, guy, bye, love you.
4: Yeah. Uh, all right, we're way over the break. Laura's pissed off at us. Uh, we got what you need to, to know coming up next. Uh, we also have a couple of questions when it comes to your boyfriend, Tom Brady. There, Cappy. Some questions that are arising at the moment. All that coming up next.